Welcome back to Movie Reel. I am Samantha Tomlinson. And I'm Kevin Tracy. Welcome back, folks. We kind of took a uh, a brief hiatus on you guys. It was, yeah, we had, you know, done, like, up until from Joker to Star Wars. I think maybe we had one week where we didn't, where we just, like, you know, didn't know what we wanted to do and we missed a week. But we pretty much just did, like, 17 episodes in a row and needed a little bit of a break and then with everything going on it didn't really feel appropriate um yeah it it, it seemed yeah, yeah we, we we definitely deserved uh a bit of a break uh, after pretty much pumping out very consistently uh, mm-hmm. multiple episodes um and I'm, I'm i'm very proud of the work that we've done but after everything that's been going on with you know covid and the uh the black lives matter protests it just seemed uh i guess kind of disrespectful to just kind of continue yeah. on and not and and just keep pushing forward like nothing was going on so it, it just seemed like the appropriate time to just kind of take a break and kind of yeah just kind of reflect i guess um yeah um so, this so, is yeah. very interesting times obviously uh you know, as for the protest, you know, everyone who's out there, you guys are incredible, you know, trying to make the world a much better place for everyone. Um, like I, you know, it's, it's really outstanding what everyone's doing. Um, whether you're out to out there protesting or you're just posting on social media or signing petitions or donating to charities, you know, we're all we all want to be part of the solution, not the problem. Uh, yeah, all lives can't matter until Black Lives Matter. So it's I, that I simple. Agree. Yeah, it, it it's just it, it's kind of surreal, kind of being in a moment where I was like, like twenty years from now, I was like, this is definitely going to be in like some kid's history book. I our, like this, yeah, like, our kids are going to ask about this. <laughs> like yeah, no, it, like, it's just it's yeah. just really weird that like we're living in a time right now where like future generations are going to like have to do like a report on this and we're, we're living it. We're making history right now. And I'm really proud to be a part of that. I granted a really small part, Mm -hmm. um, but a part of it nonetheless. And just the fact that we can Mm -hmm. make a change is yeah, like, I don't really have words to describe it, and I, I didn't really plan on going on uh, a tangent like this, but you know, it, it was worth addressing. And I just hope that everyone that's protesting out there is staying safe. I know that there's like a lot of crazy stuff out there. Just you know, be smart, protest where you can. Just stay safe out there, everyone. And whether you're protesting or just starting to creep out of your house, wear a mask. For God's yes. sakes, I, I, a couple weeks ago, uh, so this bookstore near me that I like, uh, I said was opening up, I said to go check it out and I went down there and it looked normal, which was very disappointing. And I know that everyone's aching to get out of their house. Like I get it, but like there yeah. were restaurants that looked other than they were spread out. They looked filled. I was like, are you kidding me? And people weren't wearing their masks. Like I get if you're eating. But there were people, there was these, I remember I saw these two girls sitting at a table, just like their masks were off and they were like on their phones or whatever. And I was just irritated because I'm like, you're not in a bubble just because you're at your table. You know, like you're still next to other people. You're still in, you know, I, yeah. so just, 
I get you. Everyone wants to go out. Everybody, you know, go out, but wear your mask. Be safe. Yeah. It, we're seeing some states like Florida is maybe on the way to another lockdown. Like it's some states yeah. are not looking good. Um, so yeah, and um, mm-hmm. recently, um, we we live in California. Uh, Governor Newsom just issued like everyone or issued that uh, everyone needs to wear a face mask. So please, if you live in California or in a surrounding area, uh, just wear a face mask. And I know it's like, but wait, how can I wear a face mask if I want to eat? You can take your face mask when you're eating. You can take that off. Just make sure that you're practicing social distancing when you do that. It's, I, yeah. I, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's not, I, I know it's, it's a science. lot, and it's really. <laughs> like, I know it's really inconvenient for for some of us, but the the options are wearing a face mask. At most, you're going to be mildly inconvenient. You're going to have to be a little bit distant towards people, and if you're wearing glasses, you're probably going to fog them up because you're breathing, <laughs> in them. and you're going to smell your own bad breath. That's the most inconvenient thing that's going to happen to you. If you don't wear a face mask, you run the risk of possible death of exposing to yourself to a very infectious disease and then infecting everyone around you and having them infect everyone around them and potentially dying. So I think the risk of you being mildly inconvenienced by smelling your own bad breath by wearing a face mask kind of outweighs death, in my opinion. So please, for the love of God, wear a face mask, please. Thank you. There is a another podcast that my sister and I listen to called the flop house. Many of you guys might be listening to it already. Uh, I recommend it. It's super funny. They just watch a bad movie and then they talk about it. And they recently like two weeks ago or a week ago or whatever, they did a show where they, it was like a live show. It was just through zoom as opposed to them releasing an episode. And they, I guess I've never seen them live. My sister and I are dying to see them live, but they, I guess, (laughs) do like each present do like a little presentation ever and one of them he did a whole presentation called wear a fucking mask and he was using all of these like he was like who else wears masks iron man spider-man captain america well captain america's mask isn't really helpful for this situation (laughs) uh it was really funny like it's it's in the first if you can find this called flop just type on youtube flop house zoom and you know it'll pop up um yeah, whether you are just going back to your regular life or you're out there protesting, please wear a mask. Be safe, um, because we all we all want things to go back to normal, and that's not going to happen if you deny what's going on. Um, yeah. So which, I think we're I feel like a lot of people have. It, it, it's just a lot of people. Yeah. Is like no. It just seems like most news is just covering the the various protests and. Um, all of that and not covering uh, COVID-19 anymore. So I think just people are just forgetting and thinking that, oh, it's not a big yeah. deal anymore. It's not, it's not a thing right now. So I can go out now. Um, no, that is not the case. Uh, we have not gotten the all clear or anything of that nature. So please still like abide by like self quarantine and lockdown rules as normal, wear a face mask, find some hand sanitizer, uh, you know, just be safe. Just act like a germaphobe for a while. Just just an introverted germaphobe and you will live high school and college. 
I had friends that made fun of me for my hand sanitizer. Well, look who's laughing now. Boom. No one. <laughs> but like, I remember it was these pe- some of these people, like, this was freshman year of high school, freshman year of college, they were roommates and they would kind of tease me a little bit about, about my hand sanitizer and that I was a little bit of a germaphobe. I'm like a normal germaphobe. I'm not like a crazy, crazy, I'm not like a Howie Mandel. No, I'm not, not that he's crazy, but I'm not like an yeah. insane germaphobe. No, you're, you're not like I'm, a monk. No, who, like. Who's just afraid of everything. I just, I tend to just. I wash my hands more than probably a little bit more than the average person. But uh, I remember they were kind of teasing me about my hand sanitizer and this were two, they were both roommates and they were getting each other sick. One got sick, then got the other sick, then got the other sick again. And I'm like, and you're making fun of me because I use hand sanitizer. Um, But yeah, so bottom line, just be safe, whatever you're doing. Um, what movie? Let's jump into it. What movie are we talking about today, Kevin? Uh, we are talking about the 1987 cult classic movie Lost Boys. Um, super fun movie uh, directed by Joel Schumacher. Uh, I know. Some I, of you... I was like, yeah, hey, I, you. <laughs> I, I, I totally keep forgetting that this movie is directed by him. And for those of you who don't know who Joel Schumacher is, he is the guy who directed the classic movie Batman and Robin, the the Batman movie with George Clooney and also had Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy and Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. Arnold Schwarzenegger is in that movie? He's Mr. Freeze. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Have you not have you not seen Batman and Robin? I have not. <laughs> well, you are in for a treat cuz we are going to do that now. Um so, I wasn't pl- I wasn't planning on doing that, but now we are. <laughs> so we thought, you know, being that it's summer and all, we kick it off with kind of summer movies. And this is a very classic summer movie because it takes place in a popular summer hotspot. Or it's not takes place. It is, it is uh, shot in Santa Cruz uh, yeah. at the boardwalk. And I, I'm currently in the Bay Area. I'm in San Jose about a half hour from the boardwalk and it's to me it's funny because i've grown up going to the boardwalk i've been there several times and it wasn't so for me when i this was also my first time watching lost boys i know don't i'm sorry uh my <laughs> sister i was watching with my sister and she loves this movie partly because she loves she loves both the Sutherlands. she loves keith keefer sutherland and she loves donald sutherland uh, but <laughs> that, uh that's fair that's but, fair but, I, um, I, can, I can appreciate that <laughs> but then the whole time we're watching you we're like hey we've been there hey that <laughs> hey that like or the it shows the there's kind of the little not i don't know what it's called it's like the little like it's not a ferris wheel or the railway it's like the little cart thing that you can ride that goes over the, the whole boardwalk i can't oh, think of the, the, name for it. the gondola yes yes and they have like weird little men things in there and those are still in there and <laughs> we were like yeah. ah you that guy um i i've only been to the boardwalk once and that was a that was a a long time ago and yeah, no, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. They have like those random like statues of yeah. like it's like it's like a it's like a like a cartoon caveman yeah. or something. Yeah, it's just um, it's, it was just funny because it's not like uh, as opposed to me going to the boardwalk and being like, oh, this is so cool. This is where they shot Lost Boys. I'm 
I've are I've been there. It's not like a big. I mean, it's all over the park. Like I think I think it's on the Giant Dipper, which is like the most popular ride there. If you ever go to the Boardwalk, make a beeline for the Dipper. Um, <laughs> but they have like facts about the park, and I think you know they have like Lost Boys was shot here in 1980s, and it's it's kind of one of those things we all know of, but we kind of just yeah, like but we all we're also used to the Boardwalk. Like again, I oh, knew yeah. about the. I've been going to the boardwalk before. I knew about Lost Boys. Um, yeah, but it's, um, yeah, yeah, and, and like what, one of the like first like opening shots of the movie is just random B roll of like people hanging out at the boardwalk and just kind of like the surrounding area, and it just it just like seems kind of like out of place. Like like it random, goes on like, vacation. Yeah, for a it, second too long. It's. No, it, I, I feel like it goes on like for like an appropriate amount of time. I mean, it just, yeah, it's appropriate. It, it just feels it was like just random. Yeah, it, fe- it felt. Yeah, it felt like vacation footage. Honestly, just like <laughs> yeah. people like hang out and just like with the random like street artists, just mm-hmm. like spray painting stuff and just like all the the hippies and stuff because it was like the the eighties. It was just. It was yeah. just. It was just a really fun kind of montage because they were playing the the song um people are strange mm-hmm. uh, it's like people are strange when you're strange i, I don't want to sing the whole thing i don't want to get flagged um, <laughs> <laughs> um but but yeah. it's so it's the it's uh there are so the two Corys, i guess Corey feldman and Corey hyam who after this movie started doing other movies throughout the 80s together um yeah and uh, Diane Weist is the mother, and we were like, "Ha, ah, Diane Weist!" Um, and the bro- the older brother, Michael. I'm, I know he's uh, in Sp- Jason Patrick. Yes, he's in Speed Two. That's all I know. I haven't seen. I haven't seen Speed Two. I just know he's in Speed Two. Um, I, I yeah, I haven't seen Speed Two either. I've only seen the first one with Keanu Reeves, and I think Sandra Bull. Uh, it's Sandra Bullock, and I think that was her first movie. It was one of her first. I guess it's like one oh, okay. of her, yeah, but uh. I don't okay. know if it's her first first. It might have been, but it was definitely one of her one of her first. But uh, yeah, it's um, they it's about, you know a family, a mother, and two sons. They're two teenage sons, and they are moving to Santa Carla. And at a glance, though, I'm like, what Santa? I first I thought it said Santa Clara, which is not I, I, anywhere I, I near. I keep getting them mixed up. Which, I keep getting them mixed up too. <laughs> which is not anywhere near Santa Clara. Like I'm in Santa Clara County. That's like. 15 minutes away from me i'm like that is not anywhere near the beach what are they talking about <laughs> and then and then it's I'm like oh it's santa carla i'm like okay and then on the back of the billboard said welcome to santa Clara." it said the myrtle capital of the world which apparently santa cruz in the 1970s and they were not the the like local government santa santa cruz was not when the movie was they're making the movie they were not for it being called the Myrna capital of the world again because it was for in like the 70s there were three oh, serial killers in a period this is all i saw on imdb so but it okay. said about wow. a, i mean it could have been i mean i don't know how but like it said about it was like a period of 30 months of three serial killers about 28 people died like you know they Holy weren't wow. right like that's it's terrifying and that's it's i like i didn't know i don't like i don't think i knew that um, I, I was gonna I was gonna make a joke, but actually knowing that is like okay, taste. now it seems the old time. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off. Um, um, I will say though, but, I like that it was set. It it you know I like the setting a lot because it gave it a lot of character. 
Um, yeah, as opposed there, there's to, a lot to do with like a location like that, as opposed to it being just like a basic bitch small town where you know <laughs> they would have had to have had like a restaurant where everyone hangs. They this I mean this was just this was the town. This is what everyone was doing. It just was a really nice way to kind of just dive right in to yeah the, I, this yeah, world. I, I feel. I feel like if it was any other location, it, you, you're right. It would just be like a random suburb, like ho-dunk sl- small town. And they would have to have some excuse of like, oh, this is the one place where everyone hangs out yeah. at because there's nothing else to do. In Santa Cruz, that I'm just going to call it Santa Cruz. Yeah. In Santa Cruz, like you have like the entire boardwalk. There's a beach. Like there's a lot of like very obvious places where people hang out with or hang out at because it's the boardwalk. It's a fun, it's an amusement park in your backyard. It makes sense mm-hmm. that you would go there and there's a bunch of activities that you can go and do there. Uh, so yeah, it, it does make sense that there's like, I want to say like 40% of the movies just at the boardwalk. It was funny. Uh, the first are one of our, our opening scene are, I mean, we don't know that they're vampires yet, but it's Kiefer Sutherland. <gasps> vampires. <laughs> it's Kiefer Sutherland and his, a gang of vampires and they're on a carousel like bugging some girl and like a fight breaks out and then like a cop basically tells them to get lost and they're like fine and then they just keep walking on the carousel i'm like a carousel is not a means of transportation you're just <laughs> going in a circle you should you can hop off at any time um um also yeah. i think one of the vampires in his gang is uh i i keep forgetting which one's which? I think he's either Bill or Ted from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And I keep forgetting which one Keanu Reeves is. So, so it's the one that's whatever is not Keanu Reeves. I'm going to look yeah. this up. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's, I want to say Ted from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Because I think Keanu Reeves is Bill. Because yeah. like, if it's not him, it looks exactly like him. Yeah. Uh, which took me out of the movie for like a second. And also, they're making a new Bill and Ted. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, yeah! Movie. It's, it's uh it's the guy that oh it's the guy that's Bill, uh, Keanu Reeves's. Oh, oh, it is Bill. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, I could not, I could not remember for the life of me who, who's Bill and who's Ted because yeah. I've only seen, uh, the first one, like, I want to say like fifteen years ago. Yeah. So I don't even remember that movie that well. Um. So yeah. But uh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah they, they cause like a bit of a ruckus on like a carousel and this like kind of like this like portly security guard just like puts Kiefer Sutherland in a headlock with his nightstick and is like, all right, I, I thought I told you guys to stay off the boardwalk. And then he kicks them off and then he kicks the people that he, they were fighting off with, too. And they're walking around the carousel for a second. And then it just cuts to the the amusement park getting shut down yeah and him walking back to his uh the, the security guard walking to his his car in this very large and empty parking lot and <laughs> for some reason he's parked like all the way at the end of this parking lot it's like wait if you were here like when they first opened why are you parked so far away don't you have like like priority employee parking like near the front i noticed this so as he's walking he's basically about to be attacked by something and he is running away, and you see his hat. His hand is on his hat, and then when it it ta- it's like a long shot of him, or like a like an aerial shot of him, and he's just running, and then it cuts back to him. His hand is again on his head. I'm like, no, it like, do you have any shots of him running from far away with his hand on his head? And then he gets uh, attacked, and 
then you know if that, I was like I was saying right there that would have been a great place to put the uh, title, the like the Lost Boys, which they yeah, every, until, every, like, it's, they do it right at the beginning before anything. Happens. Oh right, yeah, yeah, they. they that's right. They played in the very beginning during the opening credits when they're just showing B-roll of the, the boardwalk. Uh, boardwalk. Yeah. And it's like the first time we hear like this like children's choir like musical melody that's playing. And this play is like almost like every song throughout this movie. I think they play it like five or six times. Just like that. It's like it's mm-hmm. like a children's like almost like gospel choir of them. Like thou shalt not. Dance. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. They play it like when like a couple characters die. They play it during like uh uh like this like intimate scene with Michael and star yeah like uh like a like another like vampire like that's in the 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 gang um and then they play it they they play it like a few more times of just like them doing like random like slow motion like stylistic like close-ups and b-roll of like them like having like a party montage i guess um that's one thing about this movie is that it's very stylized in the sense of like it look it almost has like a music video kind of look to it like it's yeah. just like very slow sensual kind of like like rmb kind of um <laughs> the sex scene reminded me because the first shot of the sex scene there's like a sheer curtain so oh my god are you gonna say the room yes <laughs> oh god i said that i'm like it's like the sex scene in the room except it lasts much it's a lot less it's a lot shorter and it was a lot less unsettling to watch yeah and there's <laughs> a lot less nudity yeah yeah um uh yeah. so anyway yeah we, it's our so it's family it's michael sam and the mom is lucy and i i guess i don't remember what the circumstances are either the husband's dead or they're they're moving in with her uh, oh um they they um they got divorced. They got divorced. And she didn't, okay. and and she she says later on, like after she she moves, they they move in with her her dad, their their grandpa, who in my opinion is the best character <laughs> That's in this what whole my movie. Sister said. The the grandpa is the best. Has amazing lines. I don't want to say it till we till later, but he has this great line, and it ends the movie. And I'm literally just like, after he said it, I'm like, please cut. Just let that be the end, because it's a perfect yeah. to end on. And it did, and I was like, yes. This, yeah. I really, this movie was really great. I really, really liked it. Um, it was Yeah, no, fun. It, it's really fun. It was, but also, because it is in, in, you know, you're, it was vampires. And I, as we're watching, I'm like, so when, you know, uh, Michael He's hanging out the boardwalk. He sees Star. He and his brother hang out the boardwalk. He sees Star, and uh, he kind of follows her. And and she's kind of like, "Oh, is she luring him away?" And yeah, she is kind of, sort of. And okay, he basically Sam and Michael, who are the brothers, they're at the boardwalk. Um, Michael catches the eye of this girl, Star. He kind of she kind of walks away. He's kind of following her, and he's like, "Hey, want to go get something to eat?" And then Kiefer Sutherland and all the vampires show up or we don't, or the gang, the biker gang show up and he's like, star, like, what are you doing? Whatever. And yeah. then he basically says like, they're kind of right. He's like, 
it's like he's testing him and he says like yeah because they both well, they have all, uh, motor- uh, all of motorcycles th- yeah yeah th- th- this is actually like the second time he this is like the first time he like really interacts with her the first yes. time they meet or like he looks at her they're at like a, a concert of like this like really like greased up guy on stage with like a like padlock chain link um mm-hmm. like full chain like necklace just playing the saxophone and just thrusting in the air it's like why is everyone watching this it was a, a little uncomfortable and he's like kind of following her from a distance just kind of watching her and before mm-hmm. he goes up she hops on to Kiefer Sutherland's bike yeah. and his brother's like ha she stiffed you and then he's like don't you have something else better to do and it's like actually I do and then he walks into a comic book store and where we're introduced to the Frog Brothers who are two of my also favorite characters Corey, uh, played. Uh, Corey Feldman Co- and and he- Jace uh, Jet, uh, Mr. Newlander I can't say his first name uh, J- Jameson Jameson Newlander I cannot, okay. and cannot say that so something all of, uh, so the th- the th- these three guys, they're all in real life, I guess, when they were shooting this, were 16. I just for some yeah. reason thought they were all 14. They are all kind of small. Yeah. But I, my yeah, they, they, yeah. impression was that Michael was like 17 or so and the others were about 14 because it made me think of how uh, I feel like there is a difference. Do you agree with this? There is a difference between... In any kind of action, adventure, whatever, there's a difference between preteens, like young teens, like thir- like you know, or full on teenagers, like in high school, like Stranger yeah, yeah, Things, there's, there's... for example. Something that I love was what maybe cl- clarified this for me because I've noticed when it's teenagers and they're you know like battling something or there's something going on. I'm trying to think of an example of like you know any like uh. Okay, like like Riverdale or Vampire Diaries, anything where it's teenagers. There's that. Uh, I haven't seen either one you, of those. I, mean, so you I, don't, I can't. You really... don't need to. Ha- you don't have to. <laughs> like it oh, doesn't okay. matter. But they're te- <laughs> bottom line is they're teenagers. But there's that sense of like they're all kind of acting like adults, whereas when they're yeah. kids, they're like fourteen or under. They are also kind of acting like adults, but it's also this is the same authenticity if this was a game this is like it's like a game almost like they're playing yeah, no and I, I can i can do you know what i mean like yeah like stranger things there's so much they have like within their group they have like this organization and like what means of communication and there's just this cleverness and I'm not saying that there's not cleverness when it's when they're older but when they're younger there's just something because it's like it's like they've almost been prepping for it with, you know, playing all, and all the games. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, this is just, you know, there's a difference. Yeah. No, it, it, yeah, no I, I feel like like the younger you are, like the more likely you're able to like relate a, di- like a dangerous, like life threatening situation to a game that you could play or have played like in the past. So you are not as scared and are able to kind of like, more or less kind of play the game in a way or play that game in a way that it's like oh i need to do this to make sure i don't die just like my game if i do this just like i did like when i played that game then there's no way that they can get me exactly like if I, i'm it's like i'm really good at hide and seek and i play that all the time and i need to hide from these bad guys i just gotta pretend like this is a really intense game of hide and seek and there's no way that they'll catch me because i'm unbeatable at hide and seek exactly it's it's 
yeah, exactly. It's like the game element is more there. And yeah. I felt like that was totally here in this movie. And then when I found out they were 16, I was like, really? Because I thought that they were younger. Like later when they're battling the vampires, they're filling their squirt, <laughs> gu- their squirt guns, which I'm like, I yeah, love it. Like, I, I, I love that scene where they just bust into a church in the middle of like some baby's <laughs> baptism and just go up to this the, the area where they have the holy water and just fill up the squirt guns and all the old people are just like uh, just just giving them like such judgmental and dirty looks and the priest just like what the hell are they doing like he's just looking at them it's like what the hell's that going was, on i know i was la- that was so funny um that that was so, that's honestly like one of my favorite moments in the movie um and yeah, the the grandpa is also just every scene that he's in. I just I I love it. Like he 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 doesn't like ham it up for the screen. He's just naturally a really funny character. Like uh, earlier on when he's like, "Are we having guests here again?" It's like so soon. It's like, "Dad, we haven't had guests in here since uh, Mom died twelve years ago." Yeah, and we're having guests here again. Huh? I like, laughed just so, so hard at that line. I, that's what I was. I. <laughs> I almost, that's what I was exactly, I was going to say that. I almost didn't say it just because I forgot it. I had to go back. So I'm like, what did he say? We were laughing so hard. He he says something else that's like really funny. Like he, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's a really, really fun group of characters. Um, yeah. So later, Michael, so yeah, uh, Archie, Sam meets the Frog Brothers and he has some in this comic book store. They try to get him into this, a horror comic about vampires. He's like, oh, I'm not into this. And they're basically yeah. and also how can you how can you not be into horror comics? Like some of the best comics are horror comics. Like Walking Dead. Like that was like the number one like comic book for like three years. Um, come on, I mean, man. <laughs> Open your hur- yeah. Is this <laughs> sorry? Is, no, no, sorry? But yeah, you know, I uh, it's just I don't know taste. And he has different preference. I don't know. But anyway, is this when he they tell him they kind of they're acting really weird around him. And oh yeah, uh, extremely. They say. Also, side note: the so Corey Feldman, my sister is telling me. I'm like, I'm like, what else is he in? He's I. He's he's in Goonies. No, I. I but like, he's in one of the. He's one of those actors that I mix up with another actor when I see that he's in something. But my uh, sister's like, oh, because she said the one thing she knew I would know him from. She's like, he was in the vampire episode of Psych, and I was like, oh, he was, <laughs> he's a bartender. At the vampire bar that they go to. <laughs> I forgot that. Um, oh my god, that is a blast from the past. I I think I saw that episode once. Um, but any, And I thought yeah. it was hilarious because he was just doing callbacks to Every, and, uh, Lost Boys and Dust Till Dawn, and, which is and, another really fun vampire movie. And then, uh, yeah, Gus is dressed up as Blackula. And everyone's <laughs> like, thinks he's Count Chocula. He's like, I'm Blackula. Yeah. And Sean's like... No, nobody remembers Blackula except us and Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> um, Hence the Dust Till Dawn reference. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so they he this is when they say like, oh, they say is this was it now or is it later when they say that we're vamp? This is just our cover. We're actually we're vampire hunters. Like they're very aware. Yeah, of, basically. Yeah. So there's posters yeah, which- everywhere about missing people missing kids and i'm like god what is this like dairy maid like why are there there's so many missing people and nobody <laughs> seems to be like but it's unlike it there's no like sense of oh there's 
there's all these missing people. Everyone just is going about their life because it's Santa Cruz. Yeah, I and honestly, like other than like the like the few times in like the beginning where like you we get like a lot of like emphasis on like uh, a bunch of, like the missing like people's posters. It's never really addressed again after that. Yeah, uh, like the, the 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 mom's like walking around the boardwalk, like just casually like looking for a job, and we see uh, some lady posting a missing like sign of the security guard who was very clearly like killed in the very beginning mm-hmm. of this movie, and I I just assume it's his wife. And oh. I think that's really like, and I I think that's like really like the last time we see like the missing posters, and the it's... the mom comes comes across like this like missing kid and it's like hey can you help me find his mom and she more or less like gets this job at this video rental store by this guy named max who's just like oh yeah no i'm 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 totally a nice guy and just like has like this really kind of like stepfather kind of yeah. vibe to him I, I don't know how else to describe him as for the missing posters i mean they weren't that in overly important it was more just no. the circumstances of this is something that's going on in this town i really just love the way this entire story is told um it's just it's just very these are the, this is the place these are the people it's just very straightforward and very i don't know how to explain it it was very it's very easy to watch uh something though that i did find myself thinking about is because you know we're entering the lore of vampires and i have only really been you know aware of like i've only really seen a couple different types of vampire things and i was like wait so later uh, so michael is uh with the the gang and they're basically like you don't have they're all on their motorcycles and Kiefer sutherland whose character's name is david he's like you don't need to beat me you just need to keep up they end up taking him to his their like hideout and they're eating and it's yeah yeah no like and their hideout's like a like a uh abandoned like hotel uh, like luxury like hotel that like completely like crashed in like the 1906 san francisco earthquake and they're talking about it like and david's like kind of like giving like this information like firsthand was like was was he there was like was he alive then wait he like, said i assume that he was because he's kind of talking about it like it's firsthand knowledge he said in the san francisco earthquake yeah the 1906 yeah, earthquake but like i mean i guess there would have been i guess if it, this i'm just thinking if there's an earthquake that big i guess some of I guess it would have been felt. I don't know. I wasn't alive, yeah, then, so well, I don't know the logistics of earthquakes. <laughs> but my, I can confidently fun, fun, say no, that my, I'm my, not from yeah. 19. I was not alive during the 1906 earthquake. F- funny enough, my my great aunt uh, was actually a, a 1906 um, San Francisco earthquake survivor, and she lived to be about 103 years old. Wow. Um, I, I met her a couple times and it, it, one of the funniest things that she told me was um, she, she hated, she, she stopped going to the earthquake survivor reunions because she just found them depressing because every year she went, fewer and fewer people kept showing up because they kept dying. Oh. <laughs> it's oh, like, that is no. so morbid, but so that's, that's so, it was, it was really funny how she told it. <laughs> oh, no, that is really dark. <laughs> So it was, it was, it was, it was really funny how she, how she, she phrased it. It's like, oh, 
I'm glad you're having fun though. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. it's fun. Nice. It's nice to see my friends, but it's really, it's kind of a bummer when I don't see the the some familiar face. It's like, hey, where's 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 Margaret? It's like, oh, nah. <laughs> it's oh. like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Yikes. Yeah. So, so uh, the I to, I'm gonna say this now, but um, apparently the original idea for the script was it was the idea of Peter Pan being a vampire. And like, okay. and that was where, so like Michael, it was really the, my, Sam's name was John. Cause it was Michael and John. Uh, uh the dog okay. is Nana took his name, it, you know, after the dog Nana, who like oh, they're pretty. Oh yeah. The, oh yeah. Um, they're, they're the Husky. And it was cause, and I, they essentially decided to scrap that part of it. And, uh, Joel Schumacher, I guess wanted it to, wanted them to be teenagers because he, I think he said it'd be more interesting and sexier. Um, but yeah, that, that that was one vibe that I got from this. Like, it, it just seemed like a lot of the scenes were like, there, there's just like a lot of close-ups of just like everyone licking their lips just very slowly. It's like, but is yeah. this supposed to be sexy? But uh, <laughs> and also, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, mean, there's also one moment in, uh, okay, so like every night, like the grandpa gives. Uh, Sam, a, a random like taxidermied animal, because that's what he does. He's a taxidermist. Yeah. And he just keeps putting like all the animals like in his closet, and on the door of his closet is just a random, oh, picture oddly of sexual Lowe. picture. Yeah, Bob Lowe <laughs> just like showing off like his abs and wearing like a see like a very like like white see through like undershirt. He's wearing like, like a white the- like a white tank top and it's lifted up so his hands kind of like on his st- and I saw it I'm like why does this kid have a sexy poster of Rob Lowe in his room and my sister's like so basically why does this kid have a poster of Rob Lowe in his room like fair enough <laughs> fair enough yep no, um, that's fair but, that's fair <laughs> uh, I more just stupid question I, I more just thought I'm I don't know we. It, it, it seemed kind of random, but also he, you know, Rob Lowe was part of the Brat Pack, so I don't think it's weird that he's into Rob Lowe. I just thought it was very sexy for this kid. But then again, I mean, who knows? Maybe we have no idea on his sexuality. It's it's irrelevant to the story. Um, yeah, no. Uh, anyway, um, but yeah, we also we saw that we thought that was kind of, we thought that was funny. Like, hey, um, I, it, it, it was, it's just so like out of nowhere. It's like. Why is there a sexy Rob Lowe poster <laughs> in his room? Um, but uh, anyway, so uh, like I was saying, so he is hanging out with. But anyway, I sorry, I brought up the whole Peter Pan aspect because it's very still subtly in the story, which I like. I think if it was, it's it's nice. If it was more obvious, I think it would have been kind of weird. But it was it the. Because that's why they're called also the Lost Boys because they're young yeah. forever. So I like the 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 ideas are are still impl- are still entwined with the story. But I said this, I brought this up because the hideout kind of reminded me a lot of the hideout in Hook, just like a little bit. Um, you know, with with like they are in a cave and just just the way it looked, I, it kind of reminded me of that. But anyway, so Michael is hanging out with with them. They're they're eating Chinese food. And then Dave is like, what? You, you, you like the rice? It's not rice. It's maggots. And he spits it out and he throws the food down and then sees, no, it's not maggots. It's rice. And then David. Yeah, eating, but, but when he like originally looks into it, yeah. it is just a bunch of maggots. And then David 
is eating worms. What? Nope. No, it's noodles. It's like, what's going on? And then he says, hey, drink this. And Star's like, no, don't drink it. It's blood. And then later he says to David, like, you made me drink your blood. And it's like, you know what? She did tell you. She did say it's blood. I get why you would have thought that's ridiculous. But he drinks it. And then later um, they're hanging out on a train track. They jump off it or holding on and let go. And then the next more, and they're, and, just, and they're egging him like, jump, jump. You're one of us. Jump. He jumps. And then he wakes up in his room and throughout the story, you know, he's walking out in the sun. He still, everything about him seems to be kind of, he's, I mean, he himself, something's up, but it seems like I was very confused. Cause like I said, we're entering the world of vampire lore. And I was like, this is so, this is what, and my sister's like, it's a movie. Any movie you can make, the vampire lore can be whatever you want. And I'm like, interesting. Because I, I yeah. my first taste of vampires, you know, was Twilight, which is yeah, completely. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Well, everyone about vampires, it's got to come up. But like, and the thing is, the that lore of vampires is not at all based on traditional myths, but it's. No, not it's, at all. But it's still, it's, it's, it's I, its own I, thing. I still think it's a. It was, in, you know, aside from everything, it is still a creative way to look at it. Like they were treating them like no, <laughs> As- no, no, no. Aside from everything, no, no. Aside from like, but you I mean say, but like they're treated kind of like, like they're like as even though they are very strong, they are also very like fragile. And when they like are, you know, they die. They're it, they kind of treat it like they're porcelain. It's 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 an interesting take. Um, that's yeah. all I'm saying. Um, but then yeah, I, no, it, yeah, it, I, I really, yeah, no, it, 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 from like my experience from like watching like vampire movies, um, vampire, like just like contracting like vampirism, like turning into a vampire, they kind of explain it in like either one of two ways. One is kind of like, um, medically, like it's kind of like a, uh, like a blood based, like, uh, like pathogen, like a disease. Mm-hmm. And like, once you kind of contract it, you just kind of go through this, like, metamorphosis and your body just kind of changes to whatever this like blood disease is that causes you to insatiably drink blood and then there's kind of like a supernatural side to it of them saying like oh like holy relics are are poisonous to us like holy water and and crucifixes and we can't touch silver because that's what Judas was paid with. He was paid in silver pieces, so that's why we can't touch silver rather than The some. silver is an actual... Okay. Okay, because... Yeah, well, it, it changes from, like, various, yes. like, movies and mythology, but in traditional, like, vampire mythology, um, vampires can't touch silver because of its uh, uh, religious implications of, like, Judas being uh, betraying Jesus, and stakes were originally it was only made out of like a specific wood from the tree that was used to hang judas it was it was specific wood from that type of tree could only kill a vampire okay 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 could hurt a vampire not just any old wooden stake but i think they changed they that that eventually changed into like literally anything getting shoved through the heart made of wood would uh, would do it (laughs) on vampire diaries it had again i didn't really other than twilight at the time didn't know anything about vampires and that's a little bit more based in traditional like you can only come in if you've been invited uh you know wooden stakes but they 
And there is, there are like the original vampires, like they're the oldest vampires to where every vampire came from them. And they can only die from like a certain tree. And it was like a tree that I don't remember. It was like helped with their transformation. I don't remember. It was, it's been a while, but um, true blood. Yeah. Silver. They was a thing. And I'm like, what? I never heard of that. And the true blood, I will say, for me was insane because coming from my innocent vampire knowledge <laughs> it like the first the first episode uh the one of the vampire because the idea of true blood is like vampires have come out and you know they're everybody knows that they exist and it's kind of like you know they're treated like minorities and it's it's an interesting way to look at it and uh but they the first thing one of the first things it's uh it's Bill and I'm Peter. I don't remember what the other one's name. I'm spacing, but, uh, but he says something to her about like, you know, his preference for blood is like, it's like groin or vaginal or something. And I was like, ah, okay. Oh, this is, okay. this is not, I would have not been able to watch this when I was. And I remember when this, when this aired, I was like 12 or I'm like, there's no way I would have. And I didn't really get into it. Until I was like 13, but I'm like, there's no way this is not, would have was not for my age group when oh, the twice okay. you know like it was very okay but the th- so in this in lost boys it's an interesting he drinks blood he then i guess the implication is that they he died but then uh he's a half vampire it, and i was like the whole time like yeah, is he a vampire it, it, and he's a half vampire and he can basically they have to he has to feed and become yeah, one yeah i, I they, they pretty much like the the main kind of like takeaway is that he is a half vampire and that he'll turn into a full vampire uh, when he like makes his first kill and feeds. Um, what I thought was interesting though was because like again in like Vampire Diaries it's kind of the same thing, but if you don't feed, you'll die. So you die. Yeah. You'll, yeah you, or yeah. Yeah. Or or you'll just like become like a feral like killing machine and uh, it's it just a, a really cool kind of take on. Uh, uh, traditional like vampire like lore mythology and just kind of twisting it into uh, to fit a more modern uh, setting in, or as modern as you can get in 1987. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, I, again, I was like, is he a vampire? What's going on? It's all, it is all explained and it's just kind of, it's, yeah, it's an interesting take on it. So I'm like, oh, you could be a half vampire forever and just never feed. That's interesting. It just gets harder and harder to not feed, which yeah. they played more with. Uh, they they played more with Star, and then they kind of played it with Michael at the very end. But by that point, we all kind of like, well, who cares by this point? Because he's gonna get. He's obviously gonna get. He's gonna go back to human because basically they said the Frog Brother said if you kill the head vampire then everyone will go back to normal because um, there's star. Yeah. And then there was a kid, La- Laddie, Landy, who's Vladdy. Vladdy, who, Vladdy, who's like, yeah, he's like a little, a little kid. And just they, that they turned, he's like a half vampire. And I'm like, yeah. what? Why did you turn this kid? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it, there's never any explanation as to like why this like, eight-year-old kid is a vampire with them so it's just okay yeah. why not um and but i gotta say though the, yeah going back to the movie really quick, yeah they, they 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 
Yeah, they get him. Oh, so, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, the Michael. The next morning, he like his first of all, he's got the long '80s kind of hair. He, I'm like, I got, I see where they got the inspiration for Billy from Stranger Things with the earring. A little and bit. Like, yeah. Huh, there were a lot of moments in this that I'm like, I'm seeing the inspiration for Stranger Things. There was there was a couple. One was Michael, and then there was there was a couple other things. I can't think of them right now, but uh, <laughs> but it's an '80s, it's a, a hardcore '80s movie. <laughs> Um, anyway, continue. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, no. Uh, going back to the movie, they, he wakes up like the next day or like the next morning um, just in his bed uh, and he's just wearing sunglasses throughout the day and he just kind of is like walking around during the day like he's like hung over. Yeah. Which in a way he kind of is. And I kind of like that kind of take of just like instead of just having him have like a very like mild kind of like reaction to sunlight like instead of just like having like his sin like like burning or sizzling it's just him's like oh it just makes him weaker and he's like kind of appearing like really like hung over in days like oh that's like a really cool take yeah and then uh later that night he's like oh like i gotta like figure out what's what's going on because the night before he's flying out the window and he almost attacks his brother and his brother's freaking out and calls his mom who is on a date with her boss max which she literally started working there and she's already dating the boss like i know she's very ready to get back out there there is yeah Uh, but oh this was the other thing so she uh is at the restaurant sam calls oh so late when when michael wakes up she calls and says hey can you stay with sam tonight i'm got asked out. I, I really want to go. And, and Michael's like, he's old enough to be home on his own. And I'm like, he is old enough to be home on his own. He doesn't need a babysitter. And my sister's like, I think he yeah. just, she just doesn't want him to be alone. Cause she's out dating. And, but anyway, she, he, Sam later is. So we skipped. So, um, when he's at, trying to, he's noticing, yeah, like what's up with Michael. He's acting really weird. And then he realizes he sees him in the mirror and he's like, it's like, he's like transparent in a mirror. Yeah. And he's like, you're a vampire. He came to that conclusion very quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh my God, my vampire, my own, my own brother is a shit sucking goddamn vampire. But, like, <laughs> but it's crazy because he is in the, he, so he's taking a bath and then, um, he, uh, is, the dog is in the bathroom with him. He goes underwater and the, and Michael the comes in, the dog attacks at him because he's going to kill. I'm like, oh, I was like, holy crap. He's going to kill his brother. Like, holy shit. And then, yeah, he's like the later he's almost, he's like flying almost. He's like about to like fly away from his house. And he's like begging Sam to help him. And this is when Sam's calling the mom and the mom is freaking out, runs home. And this is when I was like, Oh, it's like in stranger things when, uh, uh, Hopper asked Joyce out, and then she yeah. stood him up. It was just, yeah. All, all, but he. It, it's just funny because she called the house first, so she just took the time in the middle of her days, like, oh, I'm going to go call my house real quick to just make sure everything's okay. It's like, wow, you really just don't trust your kids. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, she didn't know that her, no. the, her dad was going to go out. And that, that's a really funny thing is that her 
the the grandpa on this like oh i gotta go see the widow johnson, the widow johnson. To, to show her the work and it's just her taxi it's like a taxidermy like pomeranian dogs like dude that's dark it's like do you got anything that smells like cologne it's like oh i got some windex like ah perfect and he just puts some like windex like on its hands and on his neck it's like i'll see you guys later tonight he yeah the, the grandpa <laughs> was a he's delight. so funny the grandpa was a delight <laughs> i honestly i would watch a whole movie just around that grandpa he's so funny um yeah i, I know i agree um but this and then basically michael begs sam to like help him he doesn't know what's going on he's freaking out and and sam of course calls the frog brothers and he's like they're like oh you gotta kill him he's like i'm not gonna kill him he's my brother and they're like okay we'll do it he's like not no like <laughs> like we're not we're not killing anyone but he is you know confiding in them and they say we gotta kill the head and he, there's uh, later michael is with the gang again and he watches them like attack a bunch of innocent people and fully seeing what they've aware of what they've done to him and what what's happening. And, and star basically is also just kind of like him. She's a half vampire and just got sucked in pun unintended with, with this group uh. <laughs> and also wants to, and th- yeah, later they go, he goes find looks for her in the hideout and they have sex. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, does sexy time yeah and this is like one of the few like one of the other times where we hear like this like random like like church chorus of children just like it's like "Mm, i don't know how i feel about children singing during a sex scene (laughs) i didn't think about that it's just it it every time it kept coming up like so many times throughout this movie it's like okay who are these children and why are they sitting at these very inopportune times <laughs> that is a good and, point that is a good and, point because they sing during like a sex scene they sing when he's like there's this close up of like him drinking this wine and him just like eyes closed and just like slowly licking his lips like stop I, trying to make this sexy with the children saying it's not working I agree that that's weird I did kind of like the music though because it was like kind of creepy and and it was a nice addition, but I do agree with. Yeah, no, I, it was interesting. I, 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 did, I did. Yeah, no, I, I did really like the synthesizer type music that they had uh, playing mm-hmm. it. But when they had like that, like children's choir thing going off, it's just like, okay. Um, and what, one thing I do want to point out uh, the, is about the Frog Brothers is that they're like one hundred percent correct about like the vampires. Mm-hmm. They. Like it's like oh yeah we're we're vampire hunters and when they do like we've been oh, aware finally, of this like, for a while yeah yeah and when they do like finally like go into like the the vampire like caves like they're it, it's very obvious like this is the first time they're doing it it's like wait how do they know all this they, they never explain like how they know all this stuff that is one hundred percent true about vampires Just through comics like yeah every, yeah through com- it's like did they just learn about this through comics? Did their parents teach them? Because their parents are just like these, like, I think we see them once and they're like these drugged out, like knocked out hippies just sitting behind the counter. Um, yeah. And I, and it's like, it, they also it's like, how, how do they know all this? <laughs> there's a, and there's a part. So there's a part after Sam finds out when, when the mom comes running home, he's like, no, I, I was reading a really scary comic and I, cause he basically decides, okay, I'm going to help my brother. And, he kind of relaxes a little bit. He says, oh, I was reading a really scary comic. I just got carried away. And she's like, 
what? Like, and you got all that from my comic book. And later, he's like, "Hey, do you want me to sleep in your room?" I, I'm just, it just creeped me out. I, I just, and she's like, "Yeah, sure." And then he's like, "She's like, are you make cooking?" He's like, "No, why?" And he's wearing a bunch of garlic. She's like, "Oh, okay." Also, so later when they're trying to find him and the frog brother trying to find the head vampire and they are thinking maybe it's max and they in the beginning so he you comes, mean david da- no no they oh think yeah it's oh, max. oh no yeah max they do yeah, also right. think it might be david but it's like it's they're like it's but uh max who is the guy that the mom's dating he comes over to the house yeah. and he's like well, aren't you going to invite me in which or says something like like i can't come in until you invite me in which is very you know vampire can't come into a house unless you yeah it's it. like oh um, oh yeah because 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 michael's about to leave is like oh you must be max like oh you must you must be uh her her oldest son it's like well you're the, you're the man in the house and i i won't come in unless you invite me it's just it's just good manners it's like fine you're, you're invited max come on in and then he leaves and so it's like i oh, thought that was now we'll never know if he's a vampire and i thought that that was two spot i thought that was just there to be there i'm like I'm like, I realize, oh, they think he's the vampire. But then I'm like, that seems a little too, like, why would you? I thought that was just, it was like a red herring. Um, so so, so did, did you legitimately, like, ever suspect that he was a vampire or not? I did at the, okay, so was this, as that night goes on, I thought he wasn't a vampire. But then later when she's at dinner with him again, and he said, because before that, before the dinner, Sam comes to her and says this town's filled with vampires and he's like freaking out. And she's like, I'm not going to hear anything about this. And she starts to tell him that's when I thought maybe he is just because the fact that we're still hanging on to him as a character, that he's more involved than just being, you know, a local. So I think that was when I started thinking he he might be. Because he's a werewolf. I don't know. (laughs) But um, their dinner is... That's the twist. The dinner (laughs) is hilarious because the frog brother... Sam invites the frog brothers over and the mom's like, oh, yeah, sure. You can join us on this romantic date where I cooked for him. And they hand him... They're eating spaghetti and they put... They hand him a bowl of they tell him it's cheese and he sprinkles it on yeah, Parmesan cheese. And he's like, it's at first I thought, Oh, maybe it's salt. And they're like, no, it's garlic. I'm like, okay, garlic and cheese are very different substances. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's they like, are not he, at all. And also he, he would have to, he would have to like, pow- it would take him forever to like, get it to like, look like a powdered, like Parmesan cheese. Otherwise he would have like, pretend like, Oh, it's just really thick cheese clumps. And that, it's color like, white that it, it yeah. is it's only like that when it's uncooked and uncooked garlic is gross <laughs> like i yeah. i had i've eaten like i i love garlic um and whenever when i cook with like i'll cook like whole garlic cloves like i'll saute it and sometimes occasionally it'll be undercooked and i've had one and it's just like ugh, like it's just it is not good it's like it, it's it's a not it's not good so i'm like first of all why how are you mistaking cheese for garlic and he's like and they're like what is it affecting you at all and he's like oh no i, I no, i like yeah. it it's just a lot and then they hold a mirror <laughs> and then later they turn the lights off hold a mirror up in front of him and turn them on so that they can see his reflection and i guess because i feel like i've seen a bunch of uh 
of I've seen more things that say that garlic and mirrors aren't really a thing. Like that's just that's just like very old style yeah. lore, and it doesn't seem to really apply well, I mean, anymore. I mean- well, I mean, we do see, like, earlier on in the movie, like, Michael, like, yes. he's, like, translucent, so it would make sense that, like, Max would either have yeah, no, like, a similar reaction or no reflection at all. But, yeah, I, I see what you mean. A lot of movies just kind of, like, ignore that that takeaway or garlic in general because it just seems a little too hokey. Um, Which is, I mean, fine. Yeah. I don't really care. I just more find it funny that – but my sister, when, the, when they're suspecting that the guy's a vampire – and the mom is a date. My sister looked at me. She's like, mom's got a date with a vampire, which is like our, uh, one of our favorite Disney, our, one of our favorite decoms, uh, Disney channel, original movies. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, no. the dinner does not it, go well. They <laughs> max leaves. And he's like, how about you come into my house and I'll cook for you. And she's like, okay. And then that's kind of it. And it's, it was just, that dinner was hilarious. Like, what do you mean? Cheese yeah. and garlic are not at all the same. There's no way you can mix yeah. those two up. It, th- th- that's one thing that always kind of confused me about like vampire vampire mythology. Like I understand like you know like wooden stakes and and sunlight and like you know silver and like holy water and like crosses, but like garlic and mirrors. Like I don't I don't get what the implication of that. It's just like it just it's like garlic it was just like one like notable vampire just happened to be allergic to garlic and they just kind of like applied that to all vampires what was up with mirrors like i never understood what the reasoning was behind that and i'm sure that there was like some kind of i'm gonna look it up vaguely religious like meaning behind like oh they don't have a soul so it wouldn't be reflected in the mirror or something like that it's like okay that kind of makes sense but where does garlic come into play? Like, why does that have such anti-vampire? Yeah, it's uh, the lack of soul like, thing. properties. It's the lack of soul thing, or that they don't always have a shadow, which I think that's weird. Well, actually, that well, yeah. they wouldn't know, I guess, because unless there's a little bit of light in whatever room they're in, because not gonna... yeah, because it's always. But nice. um, uh, yeah, I've uh, the actually I was thinking about this yesterday. The I remember on uh, Wizards of Waverly Place when there is a rival <laughs> sandwich shop that is run by vampires, and they okay. they make they say the one of the the younger brother is covered in pumpkin because they grow like a giant pumpkin or something. I don't remember, but uh, they're like freaking out. They're like, "No, we actually uh, we hate pumpkins. Vampires hate pumpkins more than garlic, and that's why people would put out pumpkins on Halloween to ward off the vampires." So I'm like, "Oh, that's." Okay, um, that's a little more of a reason I've than the garlic thing. Heard, I don't think that's—I don't know if that's an actual I've myth or that's never, just what they said. But that—I've never heard that one before. I've, I've kind of heard that it was just kind of to use, just kind of like scare off or welcome like spirits on yeah. Halloween and Dia de los Muertos. I, I don't um, know. I thought this is Wizards yeah. of Waverly Place logic. I was just thinking about that yesterday with the <laughs> all of the garlic talk. <laughs> I, I think that was just kind of its probably, own joke. Probably, I just was like, "Oh, that's creative." Okay, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll give them that, I guess. <laughs> so they basically they jumping ahead a little. They decide to infiltrate. They decide to go kill because they got to kill the head. So they think it's not Max. It must be David. So they decide to go into their their lair, and they're all asleep. They're hanging upside down. Yeah. Like yeah. bats, all asleep. Oh yeah, but uh, b- b- before that, um, Michael brings out Star and Vlad and like brings them into the car. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, they'll they'll be saved. Like, don't 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 kill them. Just you know, 
do what you got to do with the, to the others. And they put a stake in one. He wakes up and falls and freaks and I, out. I, and, 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 and I think it was Ted M- or Bill. Uh, Bill. Fucking, yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> one yeah, of them. And they, yeah, he falls and then they, uh, they, they're like staking him again and his blood is like shooting out on them and it looks like syrup and Corey Feldman it probably was Corey Feldman said that they add glitter to it to make it look uh shinier because they wanted to make it look different than yeah. human blood yeah that, that, that's one th- yeah when they leave the cave they're just covered head to toe in glitter it's like oh man they're gonna ruin the inside of that car because <laughs> the car that they're driving they they take their their grandpa's car and it's like this like really like vintage like 60s like looking car just like really nice convertible car and it's like oh they're gonna ruin that car oh my god Damn it. so <laughs> they they the first they like they because they don't know which one for sure is the head because it could be any of them but they're like oh we'll just kill all of them and then, of course they only kill one they then are trying to escape and uh david Kiefer Sutherland is pulling uh as sam he's like pulling him back and then like sun touches him and they like all get out and they are about to get in the car and and i think maybe he's re- referring to uh star but they're like and and like Lottie, but they're like we don't ride with vampires and it's like did, it's did like, you get over fine, here you can stay First here all, didn't you get a ride from didn't they all go in the car together with uh Michael driving they already Michael. yeah they already got a ride from him but then they're like oh well we do now and they get in and then they get back to the house they bring they bring star and went up upstairs and the grandpa walks in and he's like hey and you think he's gonna make some comment about what's going on but he goes do you know the rule about filling up the gas after filling up a car with gas after you used it and he's like Mike's like no and he's like now you do and then walks away yeah, it's like, well, you do now. And it's like, he's not going to question the fact that they're just bringing up this, like, unconscious, like, teenage girl and this, like, eight-year-old boy just, like, up the stairs. To their we were room, laughing just, like, so hard. The grandpa right. is great. He's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh, and, and, they're, and they realize, like, oh, man, like, we only have, like, a couple hours to get ready to, to prepare. And that's when we get, like, them, like, running to... Uh, the church like filling up up like all their canteens yeah. with holy water and just filling in the bathtub with like garlic and holy water and their excuse to get rid of the grandpa uh cory just like goes up to him it's like hey uh the widow johnson says to pick her up at seven instead of eight it's like we got a date tonight it's like i guess so it's like oh wow all right i better get ready <laughs> and he like does like that like thing with his eyebrows like he's very into the widow johnson <laughs> yeah oh yeah because because earlier on like the scene after the or like the morning after uh, Michael comes back after the the sex scene is like Grandpa's just kind of like walking around in his robe and it's like oh looks like I wasn't the only one who got lucky last night. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like Grandpa, uh, you old so and so. Instead of like Nosferatu, like Grandpa, <laughs> Basi- <laughs> basically. Um, but yeah, so they're they're trying to prep for the vampires and. I just love this, like, yeah, they're, they're filling up their squirt guns with, with holy water. And I'm like, because that's just what, ki- that's what it gave, that's what you have. That's like your, your. I mean, it's effective. Yeah, for sure. And, and, uh, Michael is dicing up garlic with the, like, I don't know what's called, the, uh, like. A mallet. Yes. And first I'm like, they just have that? Okay. And then I'm like, wait, that's a huge bag of garlic. 
It was the yeah, size. Yeah, I was going to say that. It was the size of like the couch I was sitting on when I was watching this. I'm like, where did they get that it, huge? How the like? And it's ugh. like a giant like Costco size like duffel bag of like dog food. It's huge. Yeah, like, that's what it looks like. It's just huge of just giant like cloves of garlic, and he's just. Me- He's not even like putting them in a bowl. He's just like taking them out, smashing it, just splattering it all over this kitchen, and then takes out another one's like, wait, you're not gonna like pick that no. up or like like what was your point of that? They then put they fill the bathtub with uh garlic and <laughs> do we know that it's holy water? Or do we just Yeah, well yeah, they they, they Well, we, I'm we, sure like not all of it's holy water because they fill that bathtub to the yeah. brim and they only filled up like their canteen like three canteens full. Yeah. And like they were they're only in the church like a few seconds. Yeah. Um so I, I think it's just a mix of holy water, garlic, and just normal yeah. like bath water. Um, yes. um and it just all of it mixed together just like made like the perfect concoction. It's like, all right, this if we mix enough holy water in here, the whole all the water in here will be holy water. It's like all right, I guess that makes sense. And then night has fallen they're waiting the so the dog i guess i didn't realize what was going on with the dog because this movie is very um the aesthetics for this movie are great it's definitely lit kind of dark um i mean i know duh it's at night but like there are a lot of scenes that are dark so um Oh, absolutely well yeah they the dog i guess i was like what's going on my sister's like so the dog was like cooked like they, they they left the dog outside okay she's like she said uh, she thought he was so hooked on the fence and they're trying to free him they're trying to run back into the into the house and the vampires are like fly you don't see them flying but they're like coming and they're like come on yeah. come on like it's it is very tense they just make it in and um they send Star and the kid upstairs, and immediately the Frog Brothers try to kill them. And it's like, damn. Also, the well, the kid also starting to. I mean, again, hasn't fed, but his like fangs are showing, and she's like begging yeah, him, he, like, "Don't he, kill him, he, he's a kid." He, he, yeah, he's kind of going feral, and then like they end up fighting like one of the other vampires. Like he he just like shows up, just knocks like the the squirt gun out of holy water out of their hand, and then just rips the stake and just like you guys are jokes like you guys are dead you killed marco it's like yeah we're gonna kill you corpse breath and then the dog just tackles yes. him into the bathtub and then and then he just he just melts oh my god. god and then uh the blood or whatever starts sprout uh spewing out of faucets and in the Every- kitchen <laughs> and the kitchen and my sister were watching this and she's like that's oh, like that scene in it uh where Bev in the first one oh, has yeah. like, the room is filled with blood. But what was funny was I asked her, I confirmed it. Cause when she saw this in theaters, when she saw it in theaters, that part with the blood, because that was kind of symbolizing, you know, Bev's afraid of blood and getting her period because her yeah. father and, and she's like, and she guessed she was like on a date when she saw it was a guy and she went to him and went, Oh, I remember my first period. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> And I asked her, I'm like, did you say that? She's like, yeah. Um, I mean, this is different. Knowing your sister, she would absolutely say she that. Would. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Like, yeah, okay. that's not the takeaway. That's not quite the issue. <laughs> um, I I don't really have much to say after that. <laughs> I, 
I I had a thought, and now I'm completely lost. <laughs> so you take it away. So, um, well, I can't... <laughs> so uh, yeah, vampires are breaking into the house. They're they're fighting them off, and the ultimate you know battle is they, they kill a couple Michael and uh, Michael and David. And David's like, I don't want to kill you. I want you to you know be like us. Just just do it. Just feed. And he's like, never. Like. But then there's he. I'll never join the dark side. Yeah, such like he uh, he kills him, but it makes more sense. Like the same, almost the same way as uh, Sean Connery kills that guy in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He shoves him yeah, into pi- his grandpa's. Like he has all these like taxidermy, taxidermy shop. stuff with like the antlers and like shoves him onto that. Um, and and we and we get the children choir again singing and he's, as he's dying and this is when he starts to kind of go feral and he's worried he's going to feed off of David which I'm like so you can just so I get maybe like as a vampire you can feed off other vampires but like as a to complete your transition you could feed off another vampire like doesn't that seem kind of shouldn't it be a person I would think uh, you know what I mean. I don't know. Okay, regardless, he's starting to kind of change and his fangs are showing and stars like got covered him, got him covered. And then the mom, this, oh, the mom's on her date and she like is about to confide to Max what her son, like her crazy son told her. They come home and she's like, what just happened? Like the, what's going on? And then this is when we do, and then he sees that, we, we see that, what's, this is, this can't be right. David is dead, yet star, no one's changed. They're still vamp, they're still half vampires. And then yeah. we see officially David is the head vampire. And yeah, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, my, my boys made a bit of a mess of things. I will it's like, say- I knew if I brought Michael and Sam in, then that you would have no choice but to join as well. It's like, I still want you, Lucy. It's like. All right. And then the ending is becoming like mom's got a date with a vampire. Just very different. <laughs> but um but this was like I like how they treated how they did this because yeah, I I didn't really suspect him and then but especially because they were very, they were suspecting him. I thought he's probably not a vampire and to, towards the end they started putting little implications that he might be. So, I don't know. I really liked how they they it was a reveal that he's a vampire. Like it wasn't blatantly obvious, at least to me. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so then there's this like another fight between them, and he's about to fight Diane Weiss. <laughs> he's about to. Yeah. He I was like no. Yeah. He 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 basically just like beats up everyone there, including like Michael Frog Brothers star, and then he just has like Sam in like a headlock, and just like looks like he's like he he he's very much clearly strong enough that he can just snap his neck and like kill him in 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 this headlock it's like it's like join me or or you know i can't be responsible for what happens like oh fine (laughs) she goes up to him and then we hear like the car horn of like the (laughs) dinner that their grandpa has and just him backing his car up and just have these like giant like uh like fence posts that he's been like putting around his property and just impales him just by pure luck with one of them and he just rockets into the fireplace and explodes and this is when we get the magical line of one thing i couldn't stand about santa carla all the damn vampires and then it cuts to the end and i was like don't i was like cut let this be the end i'm sorry what i was like cut let this be the end that's a great ending and then 
It does. And I'm like, thank God. Cause that was such, a- when he yeah. said that, I'm like, ah, he knew the whole time. And I know uh, that that's so much implications. Like, wait, he knew this entire time that there are vampires in Sar- Santa Carla. It's like, so he knew that. And the frog brothers knew that. Is this just public knowledge that, vampires exist in santa carla i mean it could be and like no one just knew i mean it could be like local legends but that never really comes up on why they yeah. know that other than i don't know they might just there's evidence that suggests otherwise like you know going back to like vampire diaries for example the town at one point was everyone kind of it was like they were ever people were pretty aware of them and when yeah. you know the brothers go back to the town well, the, one of he's trying really hard to keep a low profile because he doesn't want the town to be aware that yeah, vampires yeah. are back. So I don't know. You know. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's kind of explained further, like or at least more for like the Frog Brothers on like why or how they know all that they know about vampires because there are or there is a sequel of the Lost Boys that's just the focus of the Frog Brothers or at least um, Corey Feldman. Yeah, and it's just him as a grown up fighting vampires like 2010 here yeah i hear it's god awful <laughs> but i mean that's never stopped me yeah yeah um yeah I, I saw that and this is there's a couple of like random sequels and this is a movie that um i really as much as i like did these, not really need yeah one. as much as i do like these characters it doesn't really warrant a sequel but also i really hope they never remake this movie it's kind of perfect the way it is and i think it yeah. doesn't like the coastal town is part of like gives it character as well as the fact that it's an eighties as opposed to it being, if it was, if they redo it and it's set in like modern day, it's just, it's just really great the way it is. And it doesn't need to, it doesn't, I don't need another one. Like I, I, I was, I really, really enjoyed it. I was really filled with this movie. Um, so that's kind of the end of the movie. So something that we want to try doing now here at movie reel is we're going to ask <laughs> a question. Is this movie real? Could it happen? Are, are the actions of the character believable? You know, things like that. So Kevin. Yeah. And and yeah, yeah no, like I, I know that like there's going to be like the suspension digitally. It's like, but vampires aren't real. It's like, pretend that they are. Yes. Like, yes. Could this situation actually happen? It, yeah. Like that, that, that is kind of like a thing that we're going to have to do of just like suspension disbelief for like a lot of movies because they do have fantastical or supernatural elements that realistically do not or could not exist otherwise kevin do you think this movie is real and i think that the way that the vampires kind of conduct themselves of just them going around kind of killing people indiscriminately because they go on multiple killing sprees throughout this movie it does draw into question of what the local authorities think because we never see that side of this movie of people actively investigating all these disappearances mm-hmm. slash murders other than the frog brothers who just automatically know that it's vampires. Yeah. So I, I'm going to say, no, I don't think this movie could happen uh, in real life because there's a lot of evidence to suggest that there is foul play and fair enough of foul play that doesn't seem natural and if the Frog Brothers like automatically know that it's vampires, and the Grandpa knows that vampires are a thing, then chances are someone in like either the like police or local government knows something and would have like some kind of a solution to stop or prevent this. 
That's a really good point. Uh, I did not think about that because, I mean, as far as we know, the missing posters could be the indicator that there are police in on it. That Not in on it, but just like they are yeah. doing their job and trying to find these people. They're clearly not doing a very good job of it. Um, I think the actions yeah. of all of the characters is very real. I totally bought it. I think the only the only thing I didn't buy was uh, I, I think like I said when Sam just varies like hey, you're a vampire like he just I know he's reading a comic but it just seems very just he kind of just jumps to conclusions just to like kind of yeah. keep the movie going there if there was like a like a scene of like a like a scene like he took a day to kind of put the pieces together um, that would have been a little more realistic. Um, I think, yeah, I, I, interesting. Cause I was going to say, I did think this was real other than that one scene. Um, but you, I don't know, you make right of a really interesting point. <laughs> I think. Oh, I, I, yeah. actually, no, th- there, there is kind of like a throwaway line where like the frog brothers, like say this, like, we also think that the local government is like, or, uh, is like populated by ghouls is like, so there's other supernatural creatures as well. So it's like, Ooh. maybe like that does kind of like explain like why it's not being as investigated. Cause like, I, I guess like supernatural creatures watch out for each other in this world. I think there's just not enough information on the, the town itself. The town is really just, yeah. I mean, honestly, the town's kind of like a character. The town's just kind of part of the story, but it's not, we don't really get really much background on it. Uh, and I kind of, I also feel like Michael himself is, he, I really like his character, but he is like a ti- a little bit flat. Sam is a little bit more, is a little fleshed more out. fleshed out. Um, so I think the actions of the characters are very realistic, but I think, yeah, the circumstances of the town aren't fleshed out enough to, I think I'd say, yeah, th- that's not real, but the characters, I think, uh, nailed it. Like, I really, really enjoyed the yeah. characters. It's it's a really fun movie. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it well, not right, yeah. not now, I- but Santa Cruz. They do at the boardwalk. They do like movie nights throughout the summer, and this is they they play <laughs> this every year. And I, oh, absolutely. Every, I, I mean, it's it's movies like it'll be like that or. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I can't even think of another movie. I just know they always do Lost Boys, but they do other movies. I'd probably like Goonies, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I can see them playing that. I mean, that's another like classic Corey Feldman uh, movie that he was yeah. in. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on. In our our mini hiatus, Kevin, do you have any recommendations? Have you been watching anything? Um. Well, right now, uh, I've just kind of been like rewatching like some like random classics. Um, I did stumble upon this really like really weird movie. It, it was an indie movie. Um, I I actually think it's really fun. It, it's not that weird. It it's, has like a summer vibe to Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. And it's called the um. It's it's actually free to watch on um. Amazon Prime and it stars Justin Long, uh, called the it's either the Sasquatch Gang or the Bigfoot Gang, and it's kind of like this really funny slice of life comedy of just one continuous story, but it's being told 
through like the point of views of like multiple different characters and like small vignettes and chapters um, of these like group of like nerdy friends goes on like this random like hiking trail and they find what they believe to be evidence that it's like oh we found bigfoot tracks like oh we're gonna be we're gonna be famous and it follows like kind of like their kind of like story and then it follows like justin long who's just like this like deadbeat lazy kind of like mullet like like douche um (laughs) and it's just it's really funny it has a lot of character it has uh several actors from napoleon Dunn. like john heater shows up at one point um uh, Uncle Rico is like the sheriff of the town. Uh, it, it, it's really funny. And uh, they have, I think like the only like big name actor that they have in it is um, Carl Weathers, who is the like Sasquatch expert that they have. They show have show up just like, can you like verify that this is real? It's like, oh, I, I can in fact verify if this is real or not. It's, it's really funny. It's very wholesome. There's a couple scenes in it that are just, so out of place and funny um but it's a very nonsensical uh kind of uh like slice of life story and i definitely would recommend it i'm trying to find what's it what what do you think it's called again uh i'm just gonna look it up right now i think it's called the bigfoot gang uh to justin long right yeah i am Oh, no, it's called the Sasquatch Gang. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, as far as I know, I believe it is still free to watch on Amazon Prime. That might have changed since the, by the time we've recorded this, but um, I would definitely be down to do an episode of this. Okay. Uh, do you have any recommendations for the people at home, Sam? So, um, I... <laughs> okay. So... In TV, I know it's movies, but I want to talk about it. I've been watching, I'm almost done. I, I finished Community. I finally finished Community. Um, it, <laughs> yeah, that's it a went great on, one. It went on Netflix and I got excited. And then I'm like, wait, it's on Hulu. I've been watching it on Hulu. I don't need to be more excited that it's on another platform. Um, <laughs> I finished Community, which Community is really great. If you haven't checked it out, it's super funny. There's not, there's very few shows like it. Um, I think the... Six seasons in a movie. Yeah, I was, wait, was waiting for the movie. Um, and yeah. uh, I also, I'm almost done. I've been watching Narcos, which I originally, so I was supposed to go to Japan in April. Obviously, that didn't happen. And I was planning on binging it on the flight. And then I, you know, life, whatever. And then I was watching the docuseries, the Mandalorian docuseries, and I was like, oh, yeah, I've been meaning to, because Pedro Pascal, I'm like, oh, I've been meaning to watch Narcos. I should watch that. And it's there's three seasons 10 episodes each um it's really really great i can't recommend it enough i did not expect to like it as much as i do um the first two seasons are about pablo escobar the second the third season is about the cali cartel which is another major major drug cartel it's just really it's just really interesting especially because I didn't really know much about Pablo Escobar. I knew the name. I didn't really know who or what he did. Um, but there, yeah. it it, it's, <laughs> it made me kind of think of how, you know, there's the whole idea of every villain thinks they're the hero in their own stories. And that's like, he 100% feels that and believes that. Like, but he's done yeah, horrifying, he, he, horrible things. Like, I think yeah. for me, what truly 
it's a little bit of a spoiler, but also this happened in real life. So uh, there is a, what really made him so evil was just that he, the people he cares about, like his family, like his wife, his kids, his mother, his cousin, who's his right-hand man, his best friend. There are people that he cares so much about, but there's some that he is just so willing to use as like pawns. Like there is, there is a part he has this guy working for him, this guy who's a new father and he's married and he's so excited to go on this trip. And he's been told, Hey, you're just going to record a conversation for us on the flight. He presses the button and it's a bomb and the plane explodes. Like he, he's killed. Like, like they think maybe 3000 or so people to keep his, to keep his empire. It's crazy, but it's so, but it's also weird because there's a weird part of him that you like him. Because he's they humanize him so much. It's a it, and um, Pedro Pascal and Boyd Holbrook are the DEA agents that are trying to take him down. It's it's really wild and it's so. I know that they did change a few things, obviously, because it is a series. But they, you know, it is based off of real life and it's it's pretty wild. But I recommend that uh, for Netflix uh, movies. I I watched Kingsman finally. Um, oh, you did? Yeah, I the first I watched one. Both. Uh, oh, okay. I liked them. They're interesting because they're kind of takes. They're you know they're a take on like the they're kind of going after the comic. Uh, a comic. I mean the like classic spy movies. So it's like a funny James Bond. Um, I really want to do a movie, a, a episode about that because I have so much to talk about. Um, yeah, no, they're they're really the, fun. The especially the villain in the second one, uh, Julianne Moore. She reminds me of like almost like a psycho. Kim Possible villain, like it's cr- like she's. <laughs> I, I I can I can I can kind of you know see I mean? her in a Kim Possible show. Minus her doing drug dealing drugs and forcing her anyone who joins her empire to kill someone and then eat them. Like other than yeah. that, and 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 her random like like American graffiti, like fifties diner yeah. aesthetic of her hideout. Like it's very much a themed villain hideout. It's like. Yeah, no, this is definitely like a Kim Possible thing. There were, I felt like there were a couple in both movies. There were things where I'm like, wait a minute. Like it was a, it's, they are fun movies, but they, uh, and I do love how even Samuel Jackson, who's the bad guy, the first one, he even addresses, like he loves the idea of, like he loves when it's like a villain who's very like theatrical and makes a big deal out of things and goes very like, uh, that's what they're, they're trying to do. And so they're, they're definitely, they're fun. They're fun movies. Yeah, they're they're mildly self aware, and one of the things is like I'm I am kind of bummed about because of like the the whole like COVID nineteen thing like shutting down like the theaters and pretty much like halting like a lot of um uh, movie productions was there was going to be a prequel to Kingsman just called The King's oh, Man, yeah. which takes place during uh, World War One, starring uh, Ralph Fiennes, and just kind of shows how Kingsman uh like came to be like first yeah. got started yeah that it was like their like origin story to like their organization and i'm yeah as far as i know i think like that production is completely halted i thought it was it's um, not finished yet i mean the trailers without the, well the trailer's been out for like a year now but the mo- oh okay. <laughs> or it, it or at least it feels, it feels like, like it. yeah yeah but i i yeah because i think that was a, originally supposed to come out in like march or april there's supposed to be a third kingsman um, um, the director wants to do yeah, a, th- th- a third one to complete the trilogy. But the thing is, it's also, it's a, it's not like a trilogy. Like it's, I mean, if they make it, get to make the third one, it's because the second one, other than the fact that a character from the first one 
a kind of a, a he was an antagonist and then becomes a one of the villains in the second one. They're kind of unrelated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, for, yeah, for the most part, is it's it's its own standalone movie, but you don't need to watch the first one to get like full, not really, yeah. the full picture. Because um, I mean, they 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 walk you through like everything that happens in the first one. It's just like another think like James Bond. It's just kind of like on a an, an adventure movie. You don't really need to see. Yeah, it's not like yeah. Um, and my sister and I, like I said, the the podcast we listen to the flop house uh we've been watching a lot of movies that they've been doing we do that occasionally so like a couple like a while back we watched geostorm and the meg <laughs> the meg is so much fun everybody needs to watch the meg oh Geos- i saw that in theaters and the juice the meg was hilarious and it was so much fun geostorm was hilariously terrible like it was really bad we were not that into it but it was really goodly perfectly dumb um we watched we've watched a lot we watched the brats movie which they talk about. <laughs> we watched Gods of Egypt. Um, and oh we watched God. Abduction, the Taylor Lautner movie, which we had both already seen, but we were watching it since listening to the podcast about it. Um, yeah. And we watched Cats. And my sister, that when she we watched it, quite... she had already seen it. And she loves it. It's garbage. That's why she loves it. It's because it's so bad. But she could not wait to show me she kept saying when do you want to watch cats when do you want to watch cats um i i i don't think i'm ever gonna be willing to like watch she that, to be said honest. told me if we if we ever do cats she wants to come on as a guest because she like like it, it I, this is the thing I, about I, it that, 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 it was it's crazy because and it, it confirmed what i'd already knew and what i've seen on like reviews where they say like yeah the production value is amazing. Like the set design is unbelievable and the choreography is great and the music's really catchy. The problem is it's just, first of all, it was already kind of a weird kind of thin plot to begin with. And I think Tom Hooper who directed it is trying to give it a little bit more of a plot, but also the cats themselves, some of them look okay. Some of them look horrifying. And the, the characters like, Idris Alba, for example, and he's McCavity. He's like one of the, like he's like the villain. He, when we first meet him, he's wearing a hat and he's got like a giant coat on. And the characters that they give clothes to actually look a lot better than the rest because they already are people. They have human hands and human feet. <laughs> Just the fact that they, and it making them more human was good. Like, okay, they're cats. Great. But like, the fact it just it was it was weird it to me it wasn't as they they, they kept going back and forth between like feline and it's because it's because half most of them weren't wearing they were just wearing fur and some of them had like like uh ian mckell uh, ian mckellen was wearing like a coke like a coat and uh their skimble shanks the railway cat he's wearing like pants suspenders and a hat like the ones that they they ran with the human aspect and gave them clothes looked better and were less weird to look at and they should have just done that with all of them and i feel like i think it's because it's it's bad but it's not like i and my sister's like telling her friends like yeah she was defending it i'm like i wasn't defending it because i thought it was like good it confirmed all it was all it was bad in the way i knew like there were mice that were horrifying looking they were so crappy looking like it's 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 just (laughs) weird because it's a fascinating bad movie because so much it's not like a 
a shitty B movie where it's, you know, they, the director, writer, actor might have put their heart and soul into it, but it's terrible. Like, a lot of effort was put into this, and a lot of aspects of this movie are great. The problem is the special effects for the cats is just so weird that it doesn't, everything else is kind of yeah. obsolete. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a good, bad movie if you're looking at something to laugh at or watch while under the influence. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, m- uh, moving on to movie news, we got, uh, two stories. Um, one of them kind of, kind of was a bit of a gut punch. Uh, so the other day we received the unfortunate news that the actor Sir Ian Holmes, uh-huh. who some of you may know as Bilbo Baggins from the Lord of the Rings, uh, passed away uh, the other day at the age of 88 at the time of this recording. Um, that is a huge gut punch. I'm a huge fan of him in Lord of the Rings as well as in Alien. Uh, he was the android character in the first one. And yeah, he will be missed. Uh that, that was, I was really sad to hear that he had passed away. He is a phenomenal actor. Uh, I hope that everyone that is uh, directly related and affected by him is doing all right. And there is, um, I, I did hear that Peter Jackson is going to be paying tribute to him uh, in some way. I didn't really hear much about that yet. Uh, this is still kind of developing uh, as we're recording. So hopefully we kind of get more news about that. Uh, in the coming days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw, I saw and, that. That uh, was sad. Yeah. But I mean, he lived a yeah. long life. He got to do be in the, and really, was he, I don't remember, was he in all of them or just the first one? He he was in the first one and the last right. one. And then he made, then he showed up in the first Hobbit and the last Hobbit movie. As like an old Bilbo? At, no, he, it, that was that was one thing I liked about the Hobbit is that the beginning of the Hobbit movie is uh, like the entire like trilogy of the Hobbit is just told in a flashback by Ian Holm, like in the very beginning of Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, like it's just because the Fellowship of the Ring just starts off with like him writing his book and finishing it, and then giving it to Frodo, and the way that the the last hobbit movie ends it ends with gandalf knocking on his door and him and their interaction in the beginning of fellowship of the ring and just this in my opinion a seamless transition it 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 works so well and it's like oh that that is like honestly like one of my favorite parts of the hobbit is just how well they like seamlessly like transition it into um lord of the rings i mean love them or hate the hobbit movies that is a really good touch Mm -hmm. Um, and the other bit of movie news is kind of a surprising movie of how a filmmaker got the number one movie in America during this pandemic. This guy made a short uh, Zoom horror movie, then put it in theaters, bought out all the seats, aired it to no one, and because of that, because of like all the tickets that he technically sold, he became it became the number one movie in America on uh, I believe June tenth. What is the movie called? <laughs> I I actually don't know. I'm I'm trying to like look up this information, but he basically just made this like really short horror movie uh, entirely on Zoom, uh, which 
honestly, that sounds like a really cool premise. And then just put it in a empty movie theater after buying all the movie tickets. And because of that, it became the number one movie in America. <laughs> because all the other theaters are completely closed. <laughs> I don't how I don't even know how to react. <laughs> what? Yeah, it wow. was just like that. That yeah, that's like wow. Props to yeah. you, man. That's 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 really ambitious. That's, wow. And also, that was like all out of pocket cost too, because like he's not going to get any money off of that. Because yeah. <laughs> he had to buy an entire theater's worth of tickets and then pay for that movie and then pay for that movie to be in theaters. He can at least say. I've had a number one movie in America. Yeah, it's like that's that is just so impressive. <laughs> oh man, wow! I did not know that. I have not heard about that. Yeah, um, you, you can kind of just look up just like yeah. Zoom horror movie, and you can probably just find like a link to an article just kind of talking about that. That that's kind of I, I just kind of like randomly came across this like on Reddit of all places, and just like I thought it was a bogus thing, but. Apparently, like that's a thing. Um, that's funny. <laughs> it was just kind of like a, <laughs> it was just a really funny, surprising news. So yeah, just wanted to share that with everyone. I've been seeing a lot of how like AMC is starting to open up theaters and are going to start open up in like July or the end of the month or something. And I that's the thing is because I do want to go sit in the theater and I'm fine with wearing a mask. It's more of do I want to social distancing? It's not even the social. I mean, social distancing, because, yeah, you can have, they're only going to let in so many people, which is like, okay, fine, fair enough. I, before all this happened, uh, my friends and I bought tickets for Mulan, and then got week right before, it was like the week before uh, we all, everything shut down, they canceled the movie, and I got my money back. But uh, ironically, we were supposed to, we also, that same weekend, it was going to be in Oakland, Tommy Wiseau is going to do a private screening of the room. And I've been to one of those. Oh my I've been God. to one of those with my sister. I actually was contemplating inviting I, you, I, Kevin. I, yeah, I, I went, yeah, I, I went to one of those with you and, uh, and Aaron, who was, um, for those of you who don't know, oh, he was uh, our guest star on, uh, oh God, what, what? Space Jam. Space Jam. That was, or was, that, was <laughs> that was the re-release. And I'm like, I'm not going. And my mom's like, let me get this straight. You're driving an hour and a half away to go see a movie that you've already seen. I'm like, yes. And that you and own. That I own. And I've seen it so many times and I've shown it to me. I, showing people bad movies has become my favorite thing because I already seen it. So I guess just get to watch the reactions. I showed my friend Samurai Cop and it was so oh funny to watch like their, I mean, I'd been a while since I seen it, but it was so funny to watch like the reactions at some things. Um, but anyway, we, and it was going to be that same weekend and we were going to buy tickets. And I'm like, and he was going to be there though, too. And I, I've been to one of those too. And, and they're really fun. And, but it's also just fun because it's a really fun audience. It's a really fun group of people. And it, yeah, it, it's such a fun kind of community yeah, that just, I remember when we, you can kind of just laugh at the absurd. When we were waiting for, uh, during the re, re the re-release, we were waiting to, for the movie to start. And I remember somebody, it took forever. Like there were not even just the, previews there were just all these like you know movie like whatever junk beforehand and someone behind us i heard them go this is tearing me apart like the waiting and we're like <laughs> like it's that kind of it's a really fun audience but we after mulanga canceled I'm like well i'm glad we didn't buy tickets shouldn't buy tickets to the room because that's probably gonna get canceled and i'm it did but uh 
And that thing is like Mulan's coming, obviously going to be in theaters at the end of next month. And I want to go see it, but I've also read that I got horrible reviews and I'm like, but I want to go see it, but is it worth it? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. So M- 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 a lot of like the recent like live action Disney movies, it, it just like the first couple were like fine. Like I, I, I enjoyed Jungle Book. Like that, that was a fun, fun movie. But like after a while, it just seemed to get repetitive and it just seemed like, all right, we, I've seen enough of them to know that they're just remaking it and only just put, kind of putting in like mild, like modern differences. And just, well, it, it doesn't seem worth it anymore, in my opinion. John Favreau. Especially with like Lion King, I know Lion King didn't do it didn't do as well as I was kind of disappointed. I thought part of that was because you lose a lot in when, especially because they're animals. So he had to make changes that like an animal is not going to do a goose step. An animal is not going to have like the facial expressions. You know, (laughs) know, facial expressions are different. So, um, yeah, I felt we, I saw with my friends and we both felt like yeah, you kind of lose a lot going from the animated to live action, but. In terms of the story, I felt like he hacked it because, um, and I'm like, okay, like I, yeah, Jungle Book was great. I thought Cinderella is very, very underrated. Um, Beauty and the Beast, I love. There's just there were a few problems with it, but I did really enjoy it. But yeah, no, I mean, I still wanted to. I don't know what's gonna happen with that. It's just it's weird. Like the thought of it's not even the social distancing. It's just like, yeah, it's just like the thought of going out and being around other people, like. I'm kind of slowly trying to expand my circle. I'm still like being trying to maintain a little bit of distance from people, but seeing more people just cause I need to see another human being. That's not my parents. <laughs> um, Fair yeah. enough. Um, so yeah, and- no, it, it is kind of hard just to deal with quarantine, but for everyone listening, I know you're driving, you're driving yourself crazy, seeing like interacting with like the same few people, or if you're living alone in isolation, just bear with it. We'll get through this if we stick together. Wear a face mask, wash your hands, and just be smart and be safe out there, everyone. All right. On that note, I am Samantha Tomlinson, and I'm Kevin Tracy. See you next time, folks. Bye bye.